This podcast can might contain adult themes like fraud and robbery. Robbery. And being a messy bitch who loves drama. <laughs> I think it's, Ryan, it's, I believe it's a messy bitch who lives for drama. Oh. Welcome to Internet Explorer. I'm Ryan Broderick. I'm Katie Natopoulos. Hello, Katie. Hi, Ryan. How you doing? I'm doing good. As I always say, I usually am just totally going through the motions on this show. Like, usually I'm like in the bath and I have my roommate holding the <laughs> microphone over me while I just like sit in the water and like watch Netflix with my headphones in. Right, right. Same. This week, I'm pretty excited about what we're doing because we're going to be interviewing... Mm, I don't want to say I'm a living legend, but like close to that. I have to say I'm like 100% completely fangirling out, excited about this too. Yeah. Trust me, everyone listening to this. Get in early on this person because you're going to want to be able to be like, yeah, I know who this is. Yeah. Like um, if, like, we're talking about Joanne the Scammer. Joanne the Scammer. If that name doesn't ring a bell to you yet, guess what? It will. Come sit down and listen to this podcast and hitch a ride on this rising star that is Joanne the Scammer. <laughs> um, and speaking of getting in early on things, we're going to go through a little meme update and uh, make sure that everyone is up to date on the latest, hottest memes. Yeah. We realized that we uh, we haven't talked about memes yeah. in a while. Uh, we and love, we memes. love memes. We just want to make sure that everyone knows we're all on the same page here. But first, we yeah. want to talk about something that is happening right now in the world. It's terrible and awful. It's promposal. It's promposal season, everyone. I hope you got your promposal ponchos on. I mean, promposals are. <laughs> I just I'll, do. Do you hear the disdain in my voice, Ryan? Do you hear it? They make me so mad. Yeah, yeah. But wait, wait. wait. For the normies out there, we should probably explain what a promposal is. There's prom, and there's proposals. Put those two things together. Right. Promposal. Promposal. It's a phenomenon that, you know, is documented pretty heavily on social media. And all the videos sort of have the same aesthetic where it's like usually they're in a lunchroom or in front of a school that like is probably somewhere west of the Mississippi. And it's sort of awful looking like everyone seems sort of like awkward about it and they're trying to like make it this big thing but it also means that me and katie's inboxes are inundated with just like bland white teenagers sending us really awful videos of them asking each other to prom in the hopes of going viral back in my day you just said hey will you go to prom with me and that was that right now it's like oh it's like yeah, let's yeah. make a viral video let's do this elaborate stunt let's have a costume let's have like a giant sign that does a joke. I don't know. They all stink. Let, let me describe one I saw recently that um, has haunted me. I, I wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat thinking about how embarrassing this must have been for everyone involved. It was a, it was an, uh, they had created a red carpet that went for several yards. Uh-huh. And it was a crowd of, let's say, God, it must have been 50 or 60 teenagers circled around this red carpet as this girl walks down the red carpet. And on the red carpet are a bunch of boys standing holding signs. And each sign has one word on it written gigantically. And it says, like, wood. And then the kid, like, steps away as the girl walks further down the red carpet. The next kid comes up. It's like, you. 
And that kid walks away and she keeps going through this. Go, you know, to prom with. And then when she gets to the final end of the red carpet and it's a big banner, like the biggest banner, and it says me, question mark. And then her like promposal guy who's organized all this kind of like very awkwardly punches his way through it like it's the piece of paper that like footballers run through. <laughs> and like then the, then he like gets down on one knee and like asks her to prom as everyone claps. And it was the most mortifying thing I've ever seen. I would change I would change schools if I had to watch that happen. Like not even if I was involved. Like if I was in the crowd, I'd be like, Mom, Dad, I I gotta I gotta get a new school. I can't do this anymore. That was awful. Right. I mean, I think that what gets under my skin is that it's such a, like, rosy view of the high school experience where, like, prom is something that's, like, fun and maybe, like, it's awesome and romantic if some guy makes this elaborate way of asking you. It's like, where where are my fellow teens who are, like, angsty and miserable and are like, I fucking hate school. I hate prom. Prom is lame. Prom is for normies. Like, you know, that's that's my problem. Where are my friends? You know, the kids who show up in, like, Converse shoes, and one kid has, like, a really ugly fedora, and they all have, like, you know, pink pink or purple streaks in their hair, and they're wearing, like, a Flogging Molly t-shirt underneath yeah. their blazer. Like, Pro- where are those kids on Twitter? Proposals are not season? for the kids sneaking cigarettes outside the Newberry comics, right. you know? If you want to be cool in high school, you've got to, like, you got to smoke yeah, cigarettes you gotta, and Yeah, you got to be naughty. Let me tell you right now, you promposal teens. You are peaking. You are yeah. peaking right now. If you get promposed to, oh. that's it. You've peaked. I think that the kids who get promposed to are like the same people that you unfriend in your late 20s because they have uh, pierced their baby's ears and tattooed their baby's face on their like <laughs> inner thigh and then taken a really horrible photo and put it on Facebook. Well, you know, uh, Ryan, I'm just, you know, as much as we both dislike these i was just thinking i was reminiscing back to a time where you and i uh had to decide to do a podcast together and it was kind of like a pod (laughs) posal you know i if i recall correctly the way uh the pod posal went down was that i gathered uh, a bunch of people in minions costumes and um They they carried out there was this sort of like funeral dirge music in our office all of a sudden and they carried out the corpse of Grumpy Cat who R.I.P. <laughs> is dead by the way <laughs> spreading the words right. Grumpy Cat death hoax spread <laughs> Grumpy Cat Grumpy Cat that's is definitely dead name. and he's been replaced with another cat um, that's my theory. Um, Come check out my band Grumpy Cat Death Hoax <laughs> at Silent Barn in Brooklyn next Please, weekend. Also my ebook. <laughs> yeah. So they carry out the corpse of uh, dead Grumpy Cat, the original Grumpy Cat. Uh, they laid it gently on your desk <laughs> while you were trying to do your work. And then uh, I showed up in my Antoine Dodson uh, costume, which honestly kind of <laughs> problematic, right? And I, I yeah, I'm holding yeah. up a giant sign that says, "Will you podcast with me?" Oh, and I remember how I asked you to podcast with me, which is that I got uh, three pigs, and I spray painted on them one, two, and four, and I let them loose uh, in your section of the office. And I took the fourth pig and I killed it, and I wrote, "Would you podcast with me?" And I hid it in your drawer. Yeah, your I remember that. That was kind of weird because my the my deskmates were kind of like, wow, it smells so bad. They were really upset. Yeah, it was my it was my really thoughtful um, <laughs> podposal <laughs> pig. 
<laughs> Welcome to meme update. This is meme update. Yes, this is meme update. Well, we'll be updating you all on the freshest memes and dankest <laughs> viral videos. Yeah, you know, Ryan and I were serious news journalists, and this, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. bring you some real news right now. But seriously, folks, you you need to be up on these. First up, we've got "Don't talk to me, you're my son" again, and it's uh it's trending pretty high on Tumblr right now. So the origins are a little murky, or I mean, like. Explaining the origin doesn't really help that much, no. but basically you see a picture of two things, usually one big thing, one little thing, and then the caption is, don't talk to me or my son ever again. <laughs> and it's it'll be like, you know, a big dog and then like a little puppy dog or, you know, two things that, the pre- you know, the premise is it's kind of like a dad and a son, right? Yeah, um, basically. And there's just something funny about it, and it's morphed into like, these really hilarious versions of instead of a dad and a father, two things that you're implying a father-son relationship, although it's unclear that that's what's actually going on. You should know about in case you see a big thing next to a small thing with a bunch of references to them being father and son, because that'll happen. Speaking of right. like side-by-side memes, up next we've got Get You a Man Who Can Do Both, which I personally love. I love it too. So this started out as kind of like an earnest meme, um, and now it's been warped into a humorous meme. And the premise is that you take two pictures, and it started out with, like, a man who's wearing sort of, like, um, a suit, like, business attire or, like, fancy dress, and then next to a picture of him in, like, really casual clothes, like maybe, like, you know, gym clothes or something. Yeah, like, my favorite one is uh, Get You a Man I Can Do Both, and it's um, it's... Elton John in a tracksuit, and then it's Elton John in like his biggest, most feathery, like like insane <laughs> gown. Right. Yeah. So it's sort of morphed from the world of like kind of these like you know relationship goals, just girly things, kind of like sentimental memes into this world of like people are just warping it to make it funny and hilarious and like weird examples of the same person in two wildly different outfits. Exactly. The last meme uh, that you should know about is the Kid Rock Hey Authority uh, meme. So it's a picture Kid Rock tweeted. He's standing outside a state courtroom, um, and he's giving the middle finger, and the caption just goes, Hey, authority. Hey, comma, authority. That's that's amazing. It's it's very Kid Rock, and interpret that as you will. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for listening to this edition of Meme Update. Meme Update, bringing you the dankest memes. Our guest this week is a superstar. This is, this is a huge guest. This is huge. I'm extremely excited. We've had we've had requests on Twitter to have this person on. Um, yeah. And I am, I'm personally a huge fan, so this is extremely exciting for me. Yeah, this is very exciting. We're going to be talking to Joanne the Scammer, yeah. who is actually Brandon Miller. And he's going to be talking to us about what it's like to basically be the Bruce Wayne to 2016's Batman, which is, of course... Join the scammer, a messy bitch who loves drama and scamming. Um, and if you're not if you're not familiar with what we're talking <laughs> about, here's a little taste of the genius that is the Joanne the scammer alter ego. Hey girl, I just wanted to let you girls know that I'm a real messy bitch, a liar, a scammer.
<laughs> I love robbery and fraud. I'm a messy bitch who lives for drama. <laughs> I, like, I don't... This is one of these things that... Okay, so I... Katie, are you a messy bitch who loves robbery and fraud? Because <laughs> I sure am. I, of course I am. <laughs> but let's take a step back and let's just explain this a little bit to anyone who can only hear this, uh, can't see it. So... This is the 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 um the caption here is my Craigslist ad. <laughs> so this is you know a personal ad like a dating profile, and it is a man, uh, a very handsome man, uh, with sort of like a little bit of stubble and beard, right. and wearing like a short blonde bob wig. And the wig is like extremely fucked up, and like it looks it looks like something you. It's not like a nice wig. It's like a wig you found in a Halloween store and just tossed on your right. head. And it's like all messed up and terrible. And he's staring directly into the camera. It's it's perfect. I would describe this as this is somewhere in the realm of Damn Daniel where it's like, if you don't think this is funny at the first listen and you're like, I don't understand what I just saw, you have to try it 10 more times and you will be like dying. I Trust me on this. I would not lie to you. You have to you have to keep listening until you piss your pants. <laughs> and and it's 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 taken on like a massive life of its own, you know, uh bl- you know, celebrities like Black China are like quoting it. Um it's sort of it is sort of like Damn Daniel where it's also sort of addicting to quote it. You know, it's got that Adam, it's got that like 90s Adam Sandler movie thing about it where you want to just say it over and over again for some reason. Like I'm just a messy bitch who loves drama. Like, I love saying that. I, I love saying that. I don't know why. Because I do. Because I am a messy bitch. I, I do, too. It's true. I, like, very frequently find myself wanting to just, like, respond to people on the internet being like, I'm a messy bitch who lives for drama. Yeah, it's... it's... Uh, let, let, let's hear another clip. Yeah, yeah. So this is titled, Remixing One of America's Classics. <laughs> I believe that children are our future. Teach them well and let them scam their way. Show them all the forgery they possess inside. Give them a chance to lie and make life easier. Let the children's laughter remind us how we used to be. Um, what I love about this is like <laughs> forgery is such a like funny crime <laughs> like the word itself forgery is funny yeah. like the idea of singing about forgery it's also one of these crimes where it's like people who commit forgery aren't going around saying i love forgery <laughs> you know like he's <laughs> he's just like very proud of like crimes whose only requirement is to not tell anyone <laughs> you've committed them you know like these are like it's not how they that's not how crimes um, work like that's not that's not how robbing people works <laughs> Uh, we have on the phone with us Brandon Miller, a.k.a. Joanne the Scammer. Brandon, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Hi, you're so welcome. So how did you, how did she come about? How did you invent her? She came about through um, a character through the name of Miss Prada, and then it just kind of evolved uh, with my humor and then, you know, with time and just trying to find out what worked, what didn't, you know? I mean, one of the funniest things about her, obviously, is that, like, the idea that it's not just that she's this sort of, you know, brash woman who often makes off-color jokes and Mm -hmm. says crazy things, but also that she is boldly admitting to loving robbery and fraud (laughs) and being, being a scammer. Like, 
there's just something to me that is like, I mean, that's what kills me and like cracks me up so hard is like, I imagine that people who are actually perpetrating scams don't think of themselves as scammers. Like no one's like, I'm a wow. scammer. No, yeah. <laughs> really? you, I don't think. Do you think people self-identify as a lover of the scamming arts, so to speak? <laughs> Personally, I think if you're a scammer, you know definitely you're a scammer. I mean, there's it's blatant. Yeah. Do you think that it's helping people be honest with themselves about possibly being scammers in their own lives? Do you think it's letting people open yeah, up? Yeah, yes. Um, people email me all times of night like, hey, Look, I'm having like a midlife crisis and um, I don't know where to go with my career. I need your help. And I'm just like, you know what? I I don't know what to say sometimes because I'm like, <laughs> I'm not, a, I, you know, I'm not like, I'm not an art forgery or wine forgery, like I say. I mean, it, it, you know, it's just, it's literally just for, um, it's for comedy. But yeah, people have admitted things to me. Um, I got some like um, Mexican, I guess she works at like a hotel. A hotel worker says she takes things all the time from her job now. Thank God, <laughs> Joanne. Just weird stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> when people write to you, are they writing to Brandon Miller or are they writing to Joanne the Scammer? That's the thing. I play it so well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that yeah. They just believe this Joanne's this real character. They, right. they don't see nothing else. I mean, what's funny to me, too, is that, you know, in... It's extremely obvious that you're just wearing a wig. You know, yeah. Wait, you're what? Yes. I didn't think about that. No, <laughs> my God, the illusion has been ruined for me. Um, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, I, you know, I don't mean to make you uncomfortable, but you're also a, a very handsome man. Thank you. Thank you. Do you get people <laughs> writing into you being like, hey, I know you do this funny character, Joanne, but, you know, what's up, Brandon? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> I, but you know what? I don't like to put myself out there like that. Um, uh-huh. You know what I mean? I just like the, I like the character by itself. You know what I mean? If it was me that was this popular, I would be scared and I would take everything personally and I would just be, I'd feel overexposed. I'd right. feel um, really weird. So the fact that I can kind of hide or, you know, mask myself or shield myself from it, but still experience it in the way um, through like this really crazy kooky character that I made. I think it's so fun. It's, have, it's really fun, you know? Have you thought about expanding the the scamming universe, the uh, sort of like the Marvel universe, but like more characters? Have you thought about adding more like Instagram accounts or like taking it uh, in a different direction? <laughs> you know what? No. No, I haven't. <laughs> um, I think that's, that's when it will become out of my hands. Like, you know, then I, I, if I was like outside looking at it, I'd be like, this bitch is going too far. You know, like, that that's enough. Like this, I, I this, and also that would be too much for me to to, to um to, to do because Joanne is a lot herself. You know what I mean? A whole lot. Yeah, Joanne the scammer is uh, problematic. I would say problematic. <laughs> yeah, I've admitted that <laughs> too. Also, as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you, is it like? Do you think of it as like a drag performance or like no, it's just a no uh, like a comedy character? Yeah, it's literally a comedy character, um, and that's what I was trying to get out of the box of was drag, mm-hmm. because so many people would just label it as drag, and right. it's like, you know, I love drag, I love drag to bits, but I just feel like it's so 
fucking hard to get out of that box of drag when it's just like, God, gay people are like, just more than drag, you put a wig on. Like, it's, I'm acting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm acting so good that <laughs> the people that even, you know, that even have read the interviews are still behind this character. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what, do you, what do your friends and family think about uh, the success of it? You know, have you had, has it become easier to explain, like, yeah, I, um, I play this character on the internet that's, like, sort of a racist thief and everyone loves it and celebrities are quoting me and I don't, you know, like, has it gotten easier to kind of, like, get your, your friends and family to wrap their heads around that? Um, you know, my family's, like, oblivious to, like, <laughs> everything in life. So, like, um, I think that makes my magic just work a little bit better. And I only have two friends. So um, I don't really, um, I mean, and they're, they're just really, de- I know that's really awkward, but I, they're just really detached from that, you know? They're, they're just not kind of, they're aware with, um, with being unaware at the same time, you know? Mm. Right. Is it yeah. lonely to have this kind of viral fame but not really be able to talk about it with people in real life? No. What makes it work so well is, for me personally is... Um, to not really like I, I'm aware of it myself, but um, I enjoy like my personal life a lot better. I don't really like um, I don't live or step all night reading all of my comments. It's like a Bruce man. It's like a Bruce Wayne Batman thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like I, I know it's there, but I don't like I don't want to live in it because I think that could affect like what I do or what I say. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Who do you think is the greatest scammer, like, either uh, in U.S. history, either, you know, past, present, a celebrity today, someone from the, you know, the past? Um, really corny, but I'm going to have to say Joanne. I just have to do that. <laughs> Any other celebrities who are, I know that, uh, I believe that Joanne has endorsed Donald Trump um, as a fellow scammer. Oh, <laughs> Um, you know what? I'll just say one of my favorite people to that have scammed is I'd have to say Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart something. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes. Yes. She has the stock market scamming. She's a really good yes. scammer. That's the yes. best kind of I scam mean, of all. She's just a nasty person. <laughs> um and you know, and I just I just I, I like her whole that whole thing. And she's just really great. <laughs> <gasps> um, that's amazing. If Joanne could scam one person, living or dead, who would she scam and why? Living or dead. You know what? It would have to be Regis Children. <laughs> and just because that's so unexpected, you know? <laughs> okay. Um, and why Regis Philbin? Because yeah, exactly that, because it's so random, no one expected. Mm. Um, he's mm-hmm. really old, like you know. Just he like, would totally fall for a scam too. Oh like, yeah, that's, you could that's, yeah, like, It's always yeah. elderly people who fall for the like Nigerian princes, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brandon slash Joanne, thank you so much uh, you, for coming yeah. on and talking with us. Good luck with the robbery and fraud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you. All yeah. right. Have a great one. All 
Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you want to reach out to us and tell us about your proposals or your scams, which are basically the same thing, right. uh, Internet Explorer at BuzzFeed.com. We love hearing from you. Uh, you can also tweet at us at iExplorer. Find us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, you can also find us on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on like everything that you would find just, a podcast just, on. We're just there. Google Internet Explorer. And we should pop right up. There's no SEO problems exactly. with our name. You should be able to find us There's pretty fast. no other things out there. And, yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks again to our wonderful guest, Brandon Miller. And, as always, we want to thank people who work on this podcast. Julia Furlan, if she was a crime, she would be forgery. Ooh. If Genoise Bremen was a crime, she would be extortion. Uh, Eleanor Kagan, if she was a crime, she would be tax evasion. Ooh, if Meg Kramer is a crime, she would be a crime of passion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Paul Ress uh, from Argo Studios, if he was a crime, he would be wire fraud because he's the engineer, so he's dealing with a lot of wires and stuff. Nice. And uh, thanks to Tan Lines for our theme song. Well, we we used to have we used to have brothers like um, like priest type dudes at my school that would come around and be like make room for Jesus and they would like measure. Oh, so they would actually do that? Yeah. yeah. Wow. This explains to me a lot about your shame and problems with sexuality. Yeah, yeah. No, when I when I make room for Jesus now as an adult, it's to make room for a third guy in the room named Jesus that I've paid to dress <laughs> up like Jesus and have sex with me and my girlfriend. <laughs>